been blessed with the Ascension gift of teaching. And um, while I love to break down the word of God to people so that they can understand and take in exactly what what you know God's word, which is the Bible, is is teaching us, what, what he's got to say to us. Um, my heart actually lies in the house of prayer, where the worship, the word, and the Holy Spirit work as one where we prophesy, declare, heal, intercede and do warfare, all in the authority of Jesus, through prayer. So the power of prayer and why is it so important? Prayer is a command from Jesus. Jesus doesn't say, if you pray. He says, when you pray. In Matthew 6, 6, But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father, who is unseen, Then your father who sees what he's done in secret will reward you. True prayer is the most powerful force in the world today. True prayer brings the force of our almighty God into action. What is prayer? What does prayer look like for each and every one of us? Prayer is a time spent talking to God about anything and everything. It's about letting God know how great he is, opening your heart to his love, spending time talking about plans that God has for you, what we can do for him, but also talk about our plans and ideas with him. It's waiting on God for a reply to all things and thanking him for always being there. Prayer is a joyful time of praise, thanksgiving to the Father that has given so much to us. What does prayer look like? Well, most of us have grown up in an era where, as children, we were... You know, kneeling down by our bed, putting our hands together and praying the Lord's Prayer. But as we grow older, that can look different. One, we're getting too old to kneel down on the floor. <laughs> the knees creaking. But um, <laughs> so we have different ways, and each of us prays differently. Um, you know, we, and we all have different places. So for, you know, some of us, we do have that prayer closet where we go away into that special place within our home or wherever that, um, that we go into and we just commune with God in that spot. For some of us, it's just, you know, when we're doing our daily, you know, cleaning the toilets and the showers and vacuuming the floor, we might be having a conversation with God there. But it's different for each of us because we do it in the way that our heart will connect to God and makes it easier for us to actually have that conversation with him. And what is it? What is prayer? Well, for some, it can be that daily devotion, just repeating that. might be repeating the Lord's Prayer. For me, it's an actual conversation like I would have with any one of you. I talk to God in the same way I have a conversation with anyone. Hi, Lord. How are you going today? Lord, I really am feeling this. 
I mean, he knows what I'm feeling. He knows what I'm thinking. But I have that heart-to-heart conversation with him. And that's what he is requiring of each and every one of us, to open our hearts to him and have those honest conversations. And in those honest conversations, he wants to give back to us. He wants to feed to us his thoughts and desires for us, for our lives, for what he wants us to do or wants us to share. You know, we've seen a couple of times today where God has spoken to someone and they have responded. They have shared what God has said. Doesn't mean you'll always end up here preaching and that's okay. Because <laughs> we don't always do it for that reason. We've got to do it because we want to share what's on God's heart. We've got to do it because we love him so much that that conversation is about him and I. It's not about what the world will see or what will it give me in church, will it give me a higher position because Stuart is a man just like I am a woman, Peter's a man. He's just a man that he stepped into the gift that God has given him and each and every one here has a gift of some sort and we can find our gift out through prayer through that conversation with God. Prayer is not begging. It's not telling God our problems or trying to convince God that we're worthy. But prayer is talking to God, the simplest form of explanation, expression of our innermost being. And you'll find that in Galatians 4 or 6. Asking or making a request. Asking God for needed blessings or expressions of our desire. John 16, 23 to 24. Making petition, which is recognising that we are unable to meet our own needs and are depending on God's help. That's in 1 Samuel 1, 17. Making supplication. To ask for humility and ask, sorry, to ask for humbly and earnestly. That's in 1 Kings 8.33. Making intercession to pray on another's behalf. Isaiah 53.12. An act of worship, our prayers are incense, incense which represent the prayer of the saints, Revelation 5.8. And this is the simplest definition of prayer. Prayer is taking a situation before the Lord, hearing his answer and speaking God's will forth into the situation. Prayer is bringing heaven to earth. And that's what we're doing when we're praying. We are making the connection between heaven and earth. Because we are sending our praise up. We are talking up to God and he is sending it back down. We can and we should expect our prayers to be answered. We should know, no matter what, in our heart, that God is hearing us. 
In the early church, prayer was very important. Throughout the book of Acts, we see different times and reasons that they prayed. Paul wrote about two languages of prayer, which are with the spirit and understanding. In 1 Corinthians 14, 14 to 15, For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unfruitful. So what shall I do? I will pray with my spirit, but I will also pray with my understanding. I will sing with my spirit, but I will also sing with my understanding. When we take the word of God and pray in the spirit, our understanding becomes fruitful. Our mind receives revelation from God so that we can pray boldly and with understanding. It is powerful to pray in the spirit, to pray in tongues, as it allows the gifts of the spirit to flow freely within us. We know when these gifts are operating because we know something we didn't know before and we know exactly how to pray. Our faith is supernaturally strong because we have heard from God. And that's why we should know from our heart that when we pray, God is hearing us and our prayers can be answered. So when we pray for healing, we know we can get healing. And we know it because we're communing with God every day in every part of our life. Pastor Stuart and Helen have been, you know, implementing that prayer before church. And that prayer is solidifying. It's calling the Holy Spirit in to the church service before we've even begun. So rather than do it, starting it off in worship and inviting Holy Spirit in through worship, which is fantastic, by praying, gathering together, and that prayer is open for everyone in the church to be a part of because it's stepping into your prayer life that you should be in every day of your life with God. It's your communication with him. It's you communing with him. Just like Jesus invited us to commune with him at the Lord's Supper, he also asks us to commune with him in every part of our life. Matthew and I are here in Maryborough because of communing with God, of God revealing to me a fear that I was carrying that he wanted me to release. He wanted me to take a prophetic step and hand it over to him and trust in him. And I did. And next thing you know, when I had no intentions, Maryborough was never on my radar. <laughs> I, I, we bought a house in Maryborough. That came out of prayer and it came out of trusting God and knowing that I can trust him and I can follow him and do what he asked me to do because it is only going to be for my good. (coughs) When we operate in the gift of faith, miracles take place. God hears the prayers of everyone who calls on his name, who humbles himself, who delights in him, 
and those who commit their way to the Lord. We must understand our position in Christ so that we can understand our authority in Christ when we pray. We're praying for healing. We have to know our authority to know that that healing will take place. We're praying for deliverance. If we don't know our authority, that's not going to work out well for everyone involved. So our prayer life, we have to know our position and our authority. Meaning, we must not pray as lost sinners, but as children of God, a royal priesthood, a chosen generation. That is our position in Christ, every one of us. Every one of us who believes in Jesus. Jesus died for us so that we can walk those streets of gold. And in that, he gave us a place in his family. We became God's children. That is our position in Christ. We get this position by walking in faith and obedience, which was given to us through the redemptive blood of Jesus, so that we have the right to enter into God's presence boldly. In Hebrews 10:19, Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus. His word tells us. It's written there for us. Enter boldly. And you can enter boldly because you've got that heart connection with God. Because you're praying, you're talking to him. You're expressing your love and he's expressing it back. Our authority was given when God created man. And he said, let them have dominion. On earth, an all-powerful, almighty God delegated his dominion to mankind. In Genesis 1, 26 to 27, then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, over all creatures that move along the ground. So, that, so God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Dominion means to bring under control, to conquer, to enslave, which man was meant to do to Satan and the demons. But Adam and Eve sinned. And when they sinned, they surrendered that authority to Satan. But Satan only had it until Jesus came back. Jesus took it back for us. He conquered death. He went down to Hades and he said, it's mine, I'm taking that key back and I'm giving it back to man. And he gave it to us in his Holy Spirit. When he left his spirit with us. And he gave it to the body of believers. And that is what we call the church today. 
but we are his body, his body here on earth. In Matthew 16, 19, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. When we pray, we, re- we release the power and authority of God to work on earth. In heaven, God, is, God has all the authority. But on earth, God has given his authority to man. Prayer is warfare in the spiritual realms. We know that the body of Christ is the temple of God. As such, the church stands on the earth before God and on behalf of man. One of, it, one of its tasks is to be the house of prayer for all nations. In Matthew 21:13, it is written, He said to them, My house will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. My house will be called a house of prayer. Man has named it the church. God said it's a place of prayer. We are the church. We are a place of prayer. Because the body has come together and pray, not just the pastor, it wasn't designed that just the pastor would stand up and pray on behalf of the church. It is the church will pray. So we join in prayer, we participate and we add to. Prayer by the saints, which is us. This means that the church is a place where people of all nations may find fellowship with God. And it also means that the church is a place where prayer is offered up to God on behalf of all nations where intercession and warfare take place. Our prayer goes beyond communion and fellowship. It includes communing with God, but also includes discerning what he wants, agreeing with it, calling it forth and submitting ourselves to it. Prayer is the most vital work of the church, more important than preaching and witnessing or gathering together. Apart from prayer, nothing can happen. And if there is any measure of success in blessing in the church, it will be because someone somewhere has prayed. So in conclusion, pray to God the Father through his Son in the power of the Holy Spirit with authority. Just as Jesus is our intercessor, We must intercede always, without ceasing for those around us. This is one of God's greatest callings to the body of Christ. Care about those around you. Intercede for them. Pray for them. Thank you. Bless you all. I'm sure Roger and, and Stuart won't mind, but if... If anyone wants prayer on um, opening up their prayer life, 
then I'm sure that... Um, Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. They'll put their hand up to pray for you. So if you want that when the service is finished, um, come down and we'll, we'll pray for you because this is God's heart to see us just talking with him. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this podcast by Wattle City Church. If you Google Wattle City Church, you'll find us on Anchor, Spotify, Facebook, YouTube, and a whole bunch of other platforms. Feel free to listen. We pray that you'll be encouraged by this message and by other messages that you listen to. We praise God and we pray blessings upon you in Jesus' name. Amen.